All right, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cody Dad and Uncle Shane's and fellas. This is our Super Bowl edition, or after, I guess. Plus, we'll be also discussing a lot of stuff about the XFL. But really quick, let's discuss about the Super Bowl. As Dad, what did you think of the game? What did I think of the Super Bowl? Well, um, I thought uh, it was a good game. Um, it, it went back and forth. Um, I was uh, rooting uh, for Philadelphia um, at first, and then at the towards the end there, when I was looking at my Super Bowl squares, I I was uh, rooting for Kansas City. So <laughs> look at me changing sides. <laughs> I knew that uh, that the Eagles were going to lose the game because I bet very heavily on the Eagles to win and cover by one and a half points. Uh, I went in on the uh, you know you can bet down here in Arizona, coming to you live from the uh, the host city of the Super Bowl, and uh, and I I went all in on the Eagles, and sure enough, they you know they had it, and then they broke my heart just like every other bet I've ever made. I think you've called that shot, if I don't remember right. Uh, last time uh, we talked about your predictions. Uh, mm-hmm. Bet on whoever, um, bet against whoever you bet with. <laughs> it's true. It's uncanny how accurate that is. It's, it's crazy how accurate I'm, it is on me losing bets. I had a chance to drive the, well, I, I was uh, I was a minute and a half from the uh, the the state line where I could have placed bets galore. And had I known that you put so much on the Eagles at that very moment, I might have just went ahead and crossed and uh, dialed it up. But uh, you know, the only bet that I uh, I thought, or the only bet that I won, really all game was I bet the coin toss, right? And typically. <laughs> I always bet heads because it's the best part of every relationship. But I bet tails this time. I put it on tails and I won five bucks on tails. So there you <laughs> well, go. I peaked early and then it was all downhill from there. Tails never fails. Look it's at that. Basic. Cody, what was uh, what was your thoughts on uh, the game? Honestly, I thought the game was pretty good. You know, at the beginning, you know, it was it was a slow start at the beginning, but. You know, Patrick Mahomes did get a little bit injured but was able to come back. But it was pretty much back and forth for a while, I think, until like the fourth quarter at least is when they decided to take the lead. When was, uh, I thought the game was over. I thought yeah. oh, that there's no way. I mean, without yeah. him in the backfield, like uh, the, the Chiefs won't be able to handle anything. And then sure enough, comes right back. I, uh, yeah, I was thinking to myself of, about uh, someone's, uh, someone's uh, dollar bet on uh, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> there. And I thought, gosh, um, if Hertz goes down in the third quarter, is there still enough time for him to emerge <laughs> the MVP? I was uh, thinking yeah. he needed a good half, but, you know, you're right. Third quarter into the fourth quarter, he comes in and lights it up. I put my money where my mouth is, right? Where I said, Gardner Minshew's going to win the MVP. <laughs> so, so what about the commercials in the Super Bowl? I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't have a lot uh, that really grabbed my attention. 
No, Cody, what was your favorite commercial in the Super Bowl? Honestly, commercial-wise, there wasn't that many good ones, honestly, I think, this year for commercial-wise. I don't remember many of them. Honestly, they weren't very memorable. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I planned bathroom breaks generally on, <clears throat> um, you know, first first down and, you know, 20 uh, opportunities and not <laughs> during, you know, the... Uh, the general commercial breaks for Super Bowl because you didn't want to miss the the damn uh, commercials, and uh, that, that was not the case this year. I I don't know. I, I I didn't see anything like oh man they really uh, got me there. I, every everything just they, I don't know. There I don't know what the deal was this year. You know who should have had a commercial there was the Lackawanna softball program. <laughs> uh, come see us play in Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, where the seagulls are hungry and the trailer parks are single wide. Watch us kick the crap out of the Kaskia Cougars. March the 5th. And you know who, speaking of Cougars, you know who loves Cougars? Zach Wilson. (laughs) Uh, Show favorite, of course. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't, you know, the commercials were just, I didn't seem very memorable. I guess towards the end of the game, maybe there was some more stuff that was, I don't know. I only like the funny ones. I I don't need to, you know, be brought into deep thinking about a commercial. Just, you know, show me some Clydesdales and, you know, show me some funny stuff and I'm good. Yeah, make us smile, you know. Mm -hmm. I Yeah, it was a lot of just kind of ho-hum, I guess. I I don't know. The game really didn't get off to, it it just felt like, you know, it was going to, you got that sense right away that it was going to go back and forth. Um, it, it, possession, you know, you know, who had the ball last, basically. Um, it, it just felt like that. And then the Eagles kind of, you know, when they dinged up Mahomes a little bit there, it's like, oh, well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to turn into a blowout in the second half. Mm-hmm. You know, this could be a, a Seattle versus Broncos Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, no, it didn't, uh, didn't work out that way. And actually speaking of lack one, I heard, um, that had the Philly, uh, uh, had the Philadelphia Eagles won that the entire football team was going to take to the streets and do the, uh, uh, the, the Philly shake, the Philly shake or some crazy, uh, dance, uh, there in the, in the streets, in the streets, just for Lackawanna, huh? Yeah, the Philly Shake. <laughs> but didn't happen. So no. there there's no uh no video evidence as a result. But uh yeah, that I don't know. Super Bowl uh commercials uh didn't uh didn't keep me uh fired up, but that's for sure. What that hey I, I will say what did get me fired up is that Chris Stapleton performance. Mm-hmm. He did a really good job, right? Love yeah. It. I thought uh, I thought it was great. I mean, he uh, was a different take, but uh, I think done very well. You know, we when he was doing the um, the national anthem, we if you stand, Arizona is so flat, right? You get up on top of a, a two steps and you can see for miles. So we could see the top of the stadium from the backyard. So we kept oh. looking because you know the the um, 
the fighter jets were circling, right? We knew there were going to be a flyover. So we're like, okay, we're going to see the flyover happen in person. So we're watching the national anthem, and then we're watching the top of the stadium, and we saw fireworks happen, but we didn't see any flyover. Well, apparently, the flyover happened right when the the fireworks happened, so we didn't even see the damn thing. (laughs) So... We, had, we were all set up, but apparently there's like a 10-second delay because, you know, God forbid Janet Jackson's boob falls out, right? So <laughs> we can't have that happen anymore. So we had to time it to where the fireworks was like 7 or 10 seconds ahead. So during the halftime show, when uh, Rihanna was lip-syncing to everything, half <laughs> six months pregnant, um, I had to go outside and see it. the fireworks go off before the songs were actually happening, but... Yeah, but anyway, back to Chris Stapleton. He did a fantastic job. It was uh, it was great. I wish I would have been able to see the whole thing, but I was so infatuated with the stupid flyover that I was outside too long. There's only a couple of boobs that can ruin the Super Bowl. One of them's Roger Goodell, and the other one was uh, Janet Jackson. <laughs> well, if I have a vote, I'll go Janet Jackson versus Roger Goodell. <laughs> Kidding, Roger. Kidding. Yeah, kidding. Please, <laughs> please don't sue us. <laughs> now they, uh, but uh, it, it just um, the the um, the whole flyover thing. I mean, God, <laughs> you got you got to be careful. Uh, what, I saw a sign there um, just just today in the in the local. Uh, local hood here that said uh, balloon rides uh, canceled indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get some redneck with a shotgun taking a <laughs> shot at you. <laughs> you got to be careful what you choose to float around in these days. If you have a, a air balloon and you're floating over the airspace in Boise, Idaho, you're going to get somebody in a trailer park shooting at you. <laughs> I got to yeah. Those aren't warning shots. <laughs> no, no, and I think you know the trailer park I'm talking about. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All too well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Although there is a few others uh, where you probably don't even have to fly over. You can just pass a little too close, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just show the uh, wrong license plates, uh, if you will. So that's a good point. I mean, that that balloon that flew over the country ruined the uh, the air balloon industry for a long time, right? I mean, I didn't even think about that till you said it. But if I'm, you know, thinking of going on a hot air balloon in the morning and make it all romantic to see the sunrise, forget it. I'm not getting in that thing. You're going to take enemy fire. It better not look like a takeout box because you're going down. <laughs> no, I want it to be like have the rainbows and the big colors and like USA or whatever on that thing. Don't you dare make it bright white. No thanks. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Cody, what? Um, so, uh, what other takeaways do we have from the Super Bowl? Honestly, I think another takeaway we do have from the Super Bowl, honestly, I think Philadelphia couldn't possibly make a second trip out of this because I think Jalen Hurts, honestly, he's such a good QB for Philadelphia. And I think if they keep him, they can just make another run for it. 
Very well could. You know, uh, Jalen Hurts being a young quarterback, not getting the big money yet. Um, the Eagles did give up, I think, both their offensive and defensive coordinators are, are head coaches now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, that's one of those deals where you, you have a nice run to the Super Bowl, but then everyone starts picking out your talent, yeah. right? And right. then you, you it's tough to keep on rolling, although teams do it. You know, I mean, the Niners did it. What, they go back-to-back to the NFC Championship anyway. But, um, yeah, it's tough to, you know, when you have that much success, everybody wants your people. Well, in, uh, yeah, Seattle, gosh, how many times has that happened to us? Yep. Um, the other thing I think for Philly – I don't know that they'll have a schedule like they did this year. They had a, you know, what I think was kind of a soft schedule in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Um, They got some momentum behind them before things started getting difficult. And when they did, Hertz was down Um, and then he came back. So I, you know, I don't know. Last week I thought I, you know, before the Super Bowl, I was feeling pretty strong that Philly makes a return, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that uh, Kansas City could probably get back in there again, unfortunately. But uh, I don't know if uh, Philly Philly's going to make it back again or they're going to go the way of uh, the Rams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and win like four or five games next year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which we hope they do uh, and continue to do. I mean, what city will the Rams move to next? I mean, there's a question. I, I, th- I think could they be the Boise Rams? We already got the Broncos. Yeah, play on the, the what's what do they call Smurf turf? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would fit their team colors. Yeah, I like it. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> that should be a spin the wheel game. What city will the Rams go to next? <laughs> Transfer over to the to the Portland market. It could be the Portland Rams, or maybe the uh, the Portland Antifa arsonists, or maybe the Portland Tent Cities. <laughs> or maybe yeah. my favorite is the Portland Pickles. I don't. That's a real team, right? Portland Pickles. Yeah, the Pickles. Is yeah, there's no team. <laughs> yeah, is that, what is that? Baseball? Is that yeah? Or uh, minor league baseball? I think it is. Yeah, you got to be careful with the. The Rams downtown Portland, though, it could take on a whole nother meaning. <laughs> well, fair <laughs> enough. Their new logo could be a syringe with angry eyes. <laughs> yeah. If only. <laughs> hey, as long as it's not a, a unit piper on a, you know. It, 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 <laughs> yeah. The unit piper blows flames out of the, the whatever he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy. Yeah, maybe. Gosh, maybe that's a good team, man, Scott. The, the Unipipes. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? Is he still around? Oh yeah, yeah, still making appearances. Had a uh, had a child, I think, or maybe two by now. But uh, yeah, now uh, now uh, open for business. Uh, you know, for your birthday party or gender reveal, whatever you got. <laughs> <laughs> a Unipiper Jr. running around the streets of Portland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, he doesn't shoot flames out his bagpipe, though. They come out the backside of the no, diaper. No, blow yeah. out the back arse. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, diapers, uh, how, how is uh, I? We, some of our listening audience there, I think, welcome 
a uh, a new baby boy, did they not? They did. They uh, they welcomed a new addition, and uh, he's perfect in every way. Um, many many pictures to follow, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, he's he's doing great. Um, from what I understand, he uh, has been circumcised. So welcome to the world, RJ, <laughs> in the <laughs> oh. proper way. And uh, so things are going really, really well. I'm sure they're really happy that we're discussing this part. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you swore off Judaism, whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, he doesn't have to go through a gym class and get picked on, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, Cody, what else we got? All right, as now we are going to move into... The XFL now as really quick. I'm going to go over a lot of improved rules, actually. So, if fans did not know, so they actually have three overtime scoring rounds per team on the five-yard line, by the way, for overtime. And then for kickoff, it's so apparently for kickoff, the team begins five yards apart. And then they kick at the team opponent's 35-yard line, which that makes the team's return 30 yards. And, of course, the scoring is pretty much the same as what they did first season, you know, the 3-2-1 and one attempt. And, so the, hmm? the, the, in the kickoff situation, yeah. the teams are only going to be five yards apart. So you're going to – initiate contact instantly pretty much you're not going to build a full head of steam from the from the 30 to 30 side mm -hmm. so you kick it off and the ball's in the air and the teams are already engaged in you know getting around them or blocking them yeah. and then the guy catches it and then he's running the ball back but they've already been blocking since they were in the air the ball's in the air, like right away. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Roy, you know, we played football back in the day, uh, and I can say for myself, played terribly at the higher the level. <laughs> so uh, I couldn't hold a block for more than a second or two in my prime, let alone holding a block, you know, while the ball's still up in the air for three, four seconds. That's not great. Just my, just my luck. You get some silly ass punter that likes the hang time and booted up there. And now I gotta hang on to this guy for eight or nine seconds. Yeah, I think uh, I would, I would lead the league in my guy making the tackle. It's gonna look like a square dance event out there between them. You know, if you get a Michael Dixon uh, that likes to fire it up into the cheap seats <laughs> but you know hey whatever i i'm I, did they do that before was that uh, on their initial yeah it was initially actually okay i guess i never paid attention to the kickoff to see uh, what kind of impact that has mm -hmm. well you know the extra points pretty much the same too you know like the two yard line is like the one pointer Five-yard line is like a two-pointer, and then going for the 10-yard line, that's like three points, but they only have the option to either run or pass, though, on the option following the touchdown. So they, go, they don't kick a field goal or no. a, an extra point traditionally? Uh-uh. Wow. 
So they have the option pretty much of what they want to do. Which so the XFL made a decision not to uh, train up the next generation of kickers. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the options are getting really slim for that poor old Dallas kicker, aren't they? Yeah, it feels like he was the XFL MVP last year. <laughs> That's all they got. So I wonder if uh, Joe Falco or Flacco, <laughs> I wonder if he's going to end up uh, in the XFL next. <laughs> It, it seems like that's the next landing point for guys like that. You know, guys that started out as a high draft pick and then flamed out and then got benched by their own team. You know, players kind of like Zach Wilson. <laughs> he may be finding himself on the Vegas Vipers. Talk about a, a perfect fit. <laughs> yes. Yes, he could. Yeah, well, uh, I wonder if, uh, you know, Doug Flutie, after doing all those eugenics commercials, maybe he's got some lead in his pencil still. Hey, you know what? He doesn't suffer from low T. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> little Flutie magic in the XFL. Yeah. <laughs> Unintended. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, Code, what other rules do they, uh, what, what else? Uh, I mean, is there social distancing rules for the cheerleaders? What do they got? No, there's no social distancing rules do for the cheerleaders. All females? Can we can we agree that, that should be a rule? <laughs> uh, any any rules there, Cody? <laughs> well, That's not for cheerleaders, but you know, so for the XFL though, they only have a ten minute halftime, but they also have the three timeouts. But the reason I think a lot of the XFL did this stuff, they wanted to make it, you know, a little bit faster pace, you know, and more action for fans that do, that are able to watch this kind of stuff. Hmm. That makes sense. You know, one thing I think we should do is we should, uh, it, it, we should all pick a team and really, like, dive into that team. If we're going to keep uh, talking through XFL through the season, mm -hmm. uh, we all should right. just, like, latch on to a team. And, and I'll start, and the reason I'm, I'm going to start a certain way is I was looking through some of the uh, rosters, right? And some of them, they, uh, they have a local feel to it. So the San Antonio Brahmas, right? <laughs> uh, the rock-influenced San Antonio Brahmas have a player named Joel... Dublanco, and he's an inside linebacker. This is off of the 2023 roster. Joel Dublanco is a linebacker from Aberdeen, Washington. Oh. So of all the teams, all eight of them, I'm going to start following the San Antonio Brahmas because if you're from Aberdeen and you make the XFL, you're coming back and you're voted the damn mayor in that town. That's a big deal. Wow. Okay, San Antonio Brahmas for Shane. Yep. Cody, if you were to uh, pick such a, uh, if you were to make such a bold uh, pick, who who do you got your eyes on on the XFL? Who are you gonna hit your wagon to? You know, honestly, I think for me, I would keep an eye on the Seattle Sea Dragons. Honestly. 
Is it because of the uh, the mascot? Because I heard that someone at Lackawanna College did such a good job as the mascot. They've been asked to be the Seattle Sea Dragons mascot. You believe that? I'm, you know, I'm looking at this picture. Is the nickname of this sea dragon Elsie? Okay, well, uh, Shane's got the San Antonio Brahmas. Cody Mm -hmm. is taking the Sea Dragons and Elsie, their mascot. I am, uh, I'm going to take a a little more rugged approach here, and I'm going with the Houston Roughnecks. Mm. There you go. I love it. I feel like a few of those players might drive dual-wheeled F-350s. <laughs> it feels like that's a good fit, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm looking at the roster right now of the Houston Roughnecks, and believe it or not, they have the rosters posted, which is un- unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> they have a gentleman named James Moore. He plays offensive line, and he went to school at Central Washington University. Well, perfect. Unbelievable. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> well, the, you know, they don't have any of like the the great hockey names like Ron Tugnut, do they? Or no, uh, I did. I looked for good ones and I didn't see any ones. <laughs> uh, Central Washington is going to give us a few laughs anyway. <laughs> If nothing else, you can guarantee there'll be beer bongs at the end of the game. <laughs> Did you leave your Dodge Dart in Central Washington, Shane? <laughs> yeah, along with my dignity. <laughs> Slant six and some hopes and dreams. Yeah, yeah, nothing but regret and uh, smoke coming out the muffler of that thing. Uh, okay. Well, that's, I, I like that idea. I really do. I'm going to, I'm going to follow the roughnecks and, uh, we'll have some good info to, to talk about on these guys. That segment was uh, brought to you by the GCU alumni association. If you need <laughs> some sunshine and a business management degree, enroll at GCU where C's get degrees. <laughs> There was a player, I will say this, there was a player on the uh, the Vegas Vipers, right? I'm going through all these rosters and I'm looking at this stuff. Vegas Vipers had a player named, uh, he was six foot four, 320 pounds. And this guy's name, oh damn it, I can't find it. It was, was Destiny Vaiao. He's from Pago Pago American Samoa. And believe it oh. or not, he went to Wazoo. <laughs> I never knew that guy was on the Cougs, but uh, if you're 6'4", 320, and your first name is Destiny, it feels like your parents either thought you were going to be in the XFL <laughs> or you were going to be spinning around on a pole. One of the two. 6'4", <laughs> 320 is my type, but... Uh... <laughs> Well, sounds like quarterback the, uh, material. Open tryouts next time. <laughs> what position does he play? <laughs> uh, believe it or not, he's a defensive lineman. Hmm. Oh, okay. uh, 
a guest quarterback. <laughs> no. With a name like Destiny in the other industry, you could be a tight end? <laughs> Sorry. Too easy. Too easy. <laughs> you laid it up and you dumped it. <laughs> yeah. Put that one on T, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, what else we got with the XML, Cody? All right, as now we are getting close to the end, as we are going to do some picks now for the XFL. As Saturday will be the first actual game, as it will be the Vegas Vipers visiting the Arlington Renegades. As for me, I'm going to go with Vegas. Dad, what are you going to go with? Uh, I am going uh, with the home team, uh, the, the uh, Renegades. All right, Shane. The home team. The home team is the Renegades. I'll also take the home team because I think those teams from Vegas have too many distractions. <laughs> they're going to be really tired, and they're going to lose by we'll call it seventeen. <laughs> right, you are, Shane. All right, as we'll also see the Orlando Guardians at the Houston Roughnecks. As I'm going to go with Houston on that one. I've got to go with Houston. That's my team now. Well, yeah, that's a good point. And I, since you guys went with Houston, I'll take uh, Orlando. I'll take the opposite. Guardians, all right. All right, as we'll also be seeing the St. Louis Battlehawks, as they'll be paying a visit to the San Antonio Brahmas, I believe they're called. As I'm going to go with the home team on that one. Well, the Brahmas are my team, so just like Roy took his, I'm taking mine. The Brahmas All right. I will take the Battlehawks in this one. All right, and then our last game will be the Seattle Sea Dragons at DC Defenders. I'm going to go with Seattle on that. All right, Dan, go ahead and go for your pick for the Seattle well, Sea Dragons. The Sea Dragons versus the Defenders. The yes. DC Defenders. So it's at Washington. Uh, uh, DC, that is. I'm going with the Sea Dragons here. Um, yeah, Sea Dragons and Elsie. All right, I'm going to be very specific on this one. The uh, it's going to come down to a final kick, and the Sea Dragons are going to bounce one off the upright and not make it and lose to <laughs> DC. How about that? Very specific. <laughs> Damn. All right. All right. As all of these games, by the way, can be seen on either ABC or ESPN Plus. As I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. As I want to thank my dad and my uncle Shane for joining. Always a pleasure. Yep. Can't wait for the XFL season. All right. As we will catch you next time.